0: Hello so, and welcome to Nose to Nose, the podcast that is now on video, hence why you see us on video. I'm Gino. And I'm Michael Kutza. Or Gino Suarez, I didn't really think it was that important. So, what are we here to discuss today?
1: Well, we went, we went to a movie, an actual movie theater with a lot of people, we wore masks and we saw Death on the Nile.
0: I like how you have to preface that.
1: I hated wearing the mask for <laughs> that movie. I hated it.
0: But yes, we went to go see Death on the Nile, directed by... Kenneth Brenner. Who also directed... Murder on the Orient Express. Which is the sequel, or the prequel to this movie. So this is the second installation in a one to two part series. Although these movies were also created in the 1930s and 40s with the same titles. Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile. Right?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: There we go. There's a synopsis on that.
1: And they're all by Agatha Christie, who is a remarkable writer of murder mysteries and detective stories. That's her specialty.
0: From back in the day. She's not a modern writer. She's a writer from the 1930s and 40s who created the series, hence the original movies. Correct. Okay. What about uh, who directed the movie?
1: What I like about this death of the... First of all, this is is not an important film. It's just a lot of fun. I think I want to see it just to have fun. Okay. It's, it's it like sounds a,
0: like most criminal movies. Well. Or mystery movies, I would I, say. I
1: went to thoroughly enjoy the cast and the people, and I, I had a good experience. But I don't want to make it like it's, it's, it's important. It's a fluffy, fluffy kind of film with pretty people and rich seti- settings and, you know.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a modern-day entertainment piece. Exactly. It's exactly. almost the... Oh, I guess the modern-day rework of Clue, even though they redid that already with Knives Out. But same concept of movie.
1: Mm-hmm. And actually, it's pretty sexy when you think about it, even though it, everyone ends up dying.
0: You no, know, and everyone doesn't end up dying. Don't Some people die. Not everyone ends up dying. Agatha
1: Christie. <laughs> everyone dies in Agatha Christie.
0: Well, not in this one. Although I will say, I thought the movie died when Army Hammer came out, because...
1: Army Hammer is so sexy and the woman he's, he's he's having I mean he's 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 doing a tango or a dance in the opening of this film where he's basically have in every sexual position in life on this girl well the
0: actress is a great actress and as well and she's terrific
1: she, I, I, a TV show a series I got hooked on called Sex Education she's the star of it
0: she's also like a star in the Fast and the Furious movie she's in a lot of stuff do you
1: see her stuff Emma Emma yeah, something rather Emma McKay is her name
0: oh, I'm not talking about her I was talking about Gal I'm the talking girl. the one
1: I'm talking the one who's basically having sex with I'm talking the about screen. the star Gal she's the star which I didn't really care about the one in Wonder Woman yes
0: yeah she's quite famous in a lot of things but the
1: other one is much sexier
0: in- interesting that that's your perspective because most people would, would do the inverse but either way regardless of the fact
1: I was taken back by the, the whole dance scene I said wow it was
0: costume design for the movie was great uh, set design was also great locations were also really great I don't know how much of the movie was
1: CGI none of it was real well that's that's
0: usually how Hollywood is but
1: I, I bought into it I truly believe they shot it in Egypt I thought it was so well done and then I later learned it was all shot in a studio in London which is good for them they did a beautiful camera work well, it, beautiful. it probably it cost beautiful. just
0: as much to fly there and film it than it would to straight up just do a CGI. even the
1: boat Because this all takes place on a luxurious boat. Well, that I knew
0: was fake. That's always a sub-design. I thought it was real.
1: Oh, no, no way. I figured that was... I believe the boat.
0: Well, you just believe the movie making.
1: Yeah, and you know what's nice about about this thing is... See, on the Orient Express, you're trapped in the same old car on this same old train on this boat. They went everywhere. They went up throughout every inch of it, which made it much more interesting. It gave them more leverage to play with the story. Although
0: I will say, in that statement, it was kind of weird. Some of the places that they were, it felt almost as if they were fishing for locations because Perot, which is the head of the Kenneth Brow, the guy who directed the movies, yeah, he had everybody in different locations. So the, one of the interactions was him interviewing someone in the boiler room. I was like it's hot as hell in the boiler room and it's dark
1: wherever murders took, (laughs) took place and it was everywhere he was there shooting it talking to the interview
0: I know that I'm just saying I don't understand why you would choose a dark hot room to do an interview when this is a huge boat but that's besides the point
1: well if if you if you really remember the bodies are kept in one place after they're dead in this movie after they fish them up, or fish they of them to be up, laid out in the boiler room.
0: Anyway, I don't know why it's the hottest room. Like when bodies sweat, I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's like what I told you about the story in Puerto it's,
1: Rico. It's a it's a fantasy. Anyway. bodies in ninety did you, degree did heat you, don't go did well. Did you enjoy the film?
0: Yes, I did enjoy the film. The first time watching it in theaters, I do say that I watched it again with my boyfriend. As a kind of as a refresher previous to this podcast, and it wasn't, it was boring. So it's definitely a one-time watch movie where you are surprised and you're enthralled and you go through the story. But after the second time, there really is no need to watch it because you know the story and it kind of dilutes the fun of it. Not saying that it take away from takes away from the acting so or takes away from the location and any of
1: that. That's that's the way you feel about it. You bring up something interesting. As you know, the theater business is in deep trouble because people are not going back to the movies. We saw it on the big screen. But you do now have the the choice of just staying home and watching this thing on television. It's just a shame.
0: Yeah, at home, I don't know if it was because I had seen it the second time that it wasn't interesting or because I was watching it at home and I was also kind of doing other things because I had seen it. It just wasn't as stimulating. Mm -hmm. Although... I guess the second time around when you watch it, you start to see more holes in the story and weirder things that could have been done correctly or mm. not the way that they were done that time in the yeah. movie. So it's it's kind but, of but
1: a... You know what I'm talking about, about how the theater's... Because you could just stay home and see it rather than going and... It makes it it's, easier it's, it's, to watch, but it's, it's not kill, as... It's still killing the theater business is what it's doing. It's a shame.
0: Yeah. But Nonetheless, yeah. that is a... Part of I, I the I,
1: I just enjoyed the whole experience, and I had forgotten the original film, but I, I, I liked the cast members. I didn't recognize some because they've gotten older, and I thought Kenneth was far superior than he's been in, in a lifetime of movies. He's a difficult actor, he's a fine actor. He was up for an Oscar this year for best film with for Belfast, yep. and he got an Oscar for best screenplay. He's a terribly talented obnoxious egomaniac well you don't get the title that, sir the in England unless, by, obnoxious unless you're an obnoxious <laughs> old dude <laughs> he's mellowed a lot he was here in Chicago for the Chicago National Film Festival best behavior hip, lovable kind of guy well, yes, th- that's a new Kenneth Branagh
0: well I think that's what happens with age people tend to mellow out he's only 61 yeah that's still I'm 25 that to me is you gotta make it three to lifetimes away
1: you gotta make it to 30 you gotta try <laughs>
0: honestly it's scary thinking about it <laughs>
1: well anyway I, I had a ball I had a ball I be, I'll watch it again I'll watch it again I, I love this Emma this Emma lady I,
0: I wouldn't watch it again but I would recommend someone to go watch it if they have not seen it if you are going to watch it I would start with Murder on the Orient Express the second iteration so that you are how you, watching and understanding how do you it?
1: find that where would I find that
0: anywhere on the internet Prime Video I'm sure you could rent it on iTunes it's really? not that hard to find I'm sure I, I would could, like to do that I'm sure you could find it on the on Comcast after we cut this we'll help
1: I'd like out. to watch the real one the first one well
0: that's what we've been struggling with 1978 we personally have been struggling trying to find the original ones because they're not on any of the streaming I services
1: hear, I didn't like it when I first saw it back then a famous director did it Sidney Lumet and a lot of big stars but I thought it was really foolish but now that it's, they say it's airing on, on TV a lot. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I
0: wonder what channel it's on. Maybe on Turner Classic Movies? I have no idea. Either way, though, I I personally would recommend for someone who hasn't seen the movies to go see it. The set design is great. The location the, design is the great. The camera work is wonderful. camera work is great. It's uh, wonderful. It's an it's a overall great movie to go watch. It doesn't feel as long as it is because it is a little bit over 2 hours but i think the constant turning of events and the quick pace of the movie make it not seem that long
1: i didn't even know that it was that it was 2 hours i, I, I think it's I, a was, little i, I think hateable. it's a little over 2 hours my only problem is i hated wearing the mask throughout the whole thing
0: i think that's what everyone's problem is but that's that's yeah, disregarding of the movie
1: anyway now you see us we don't see you but we'll, we'll see you next time in imagination we see we'll you we'll see you next time
0: Thank you for watching. Uh, There will be definitely more videos of me and Michael as the podcast develops more. Stay tuned, and if you like the video, let us know.